Hey, welcome to Wine About It with Wine Diva Tierra. I'm your host, your Wine Diva. Thank you so much for listening. Please like, share, and subscribe, and turn on the notifications. Cheers. Hello, hello. Oh my gosh, super excited for this week's wine about it. So like one of the best ways to live your best life is to fill your days doing activities that really like light your soul on fire. But how do we know what our soul is soul is calling us to do? So this is what we're going to kind of jump into today. I have special guest Virginia Shower back with us. I'm super excited. <laughs> we're going to discuss tapping into your soul and finding your true calling. So as you tune in, say hey. Uh, tell us where you're tuning in from. Leave us a little love in that chat box. Um, throw some hearts, all of that good stuff. Yeah. So welcome to Wine About It with Wine Diva Tierra. I'm your host, Tierra, aka T, the Wine Diva. I invite you to like share this broadcast out, uh, invite your friends, at mention them, all of that good stuff because it's about to get late, friends. <laughs> Um, plus because it's the holidays and, um, you know, Jay and I have been doing a little bit of like our, like Marie condoing through our, our apartment. And so I found a lot of fun little wine trinkets. And so I figured what's the best thing to do? Like, not only just like blessing and releasing some stuff, but like releasing it to the good people. Right. So let's give it to you. So for those of you who actually like share this out at mention some friends, I will do a post inside the confident creators, uh, continued conversations group, Facebook group. And you can just write in that thread, whether or not you at mention somebody or you shared it out and I will enter you into a raffle so you can earn some fun little prizes. How does that sound? Yeah. I am um, so excited. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> right? Why not? Right? Hashtag why not? That's the, to right. the season of giving, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I love it. Um, so if you don't know who I am, I'm Tiara, aka T. I'm a wine consultant. I am a trained actor. I'm a certified life and business coach and a Reiki master to be. I love sharing ways to inspire you to connect with your inner self, find your true calling, turn your passion into profit, and all while drinking like a delicious artisan gla glass of wine. So yes, every Thursday, we bring you a live podcast broadcast on Facebook or YouTube uh, to introduce you to some phenomenal experts in their respective fields and help you to, in various ways, um, areas of your life so you can live your best life. Now this week, we're going live on a Tuesday because it is Thanksgiving week and YOLO and we do whatever we want to do. And plus, I wasn't going to go live on Thanksgiving. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Last week, we spoke with Angela Kay about all things tarot. Next week, we're going to be talking to Cynthia Stant about meditation. And today, we have Virginia Shower. She is my friend. She is my coach. And we're talking about finding your soul's calling. So this is going to be fire. Invite your friends. Let's have some fun. Virginia, will you please introduce yourself and tell us who you are and what you do? Absolutely. Hi, everyone. And thank you so much for having me on the show again, Tierra. <clears throat> 
This is so amazing. Um, so my name is Virginia Shower, and I am the founder and um, CEO of Speakeasy Enterprise, where we make it easy to speak when you tap into your truth. We're all about connecting your soul to your business so you can have more ease, more fun, more alignment, and more fun. I said fun, more abundance, I think, because yes. fun is a part of purpose that came to me twice um, in your life. And so um, I, I have a school. And I guess we'll talk about that more later, but um, it's a certification school for coaching. Uh, and I just do all things to help soulpreneurs. And those are the people that want to do more good on this planet. Make it, make it big. That's what I love doing. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Melissa. Ooh, Melissa, um, thank okay. you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you know, it is wine about it. So, of course, we have to talk about what the wine of the week is going to be. So this week, Ooh, please. I chose a dry white wine because I feel like the last couple of weeks have been very focused on <laughs> um, like sweeter reds. So I was like, let's go completely opposite. I have like four bottles of wine open in my fridge. I know my life is super hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Living on purpose week, is, is hard. I know. I know. Right. Right. I love it. So um, I have the Topazo white wine, which came in my November wine club. It is the gym line. It's like spelled like the French way. So it like looks mm. like Jim but it's yeah. like Jim is how you Jeanne. say it. And it's Jim, like super fancy. I love it. But I also just bought a whole bunch of crystals. And so I just I'm really feeling this brand right now. I'm like Absolutely. all up in it. Um, I feel like it's just like, it's like my soul speaking to me through wine. I, I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. But, oh my gosh. I see the little crystal on the, on the front of it. Do you see that on the front of that label? It looks so cool. Yes. Amazing. Topazo. Oh, oh, Topaz. Topaz is the, um, is the gem of um, November. So it's a Scorpio. Mm. It's the gem of the Scorpio, which I'm a Scorpio. So. Isn't that cool? Oh, Who knew? That is really cool. That's a fun fact. I love it. I love it. It's all like <laughs> synergy. Yeah. It's so good. So it's what so do you good. taste so in like, there? It is, it's got some like tropical fruit notes. Mm -hmm. It's very crisp, refreshing, dry white wine. I think it would go great with like, if you're, if we're thinking Thanksgiving, cause you know, it's Thanksgiving week, like mac and cheese would go really well with this. It would go really good oh, with your yeah. turkey. Um, It would go really good with ignoring your in-laws. I don't <laughs> Yeah. I'm just kidding. I, I have yeah. a great relationship with no. my in-laws. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I love my I love my mama. My mama shower. Uh yes. Oh, I thank you, it. Melissa. I appreciate that. Oh, yes. Um, I love that we're on YouTube as well. This is my first YouTube live, Tierra. I'm so excited for you. I love it. I love it. I love it. So um yeah, tell me like more. Chris uh, dry white wine. So this is, it, this is when it. you say tropical, is it like pineapple notes or is it like when you say tropical notes, what do you mean by that? Yes. I'm like, like mango, mm. um, just like papaya, that kind of, those kind of like, I don't know, like you feel like Hawaii. you could sit on the beach. And yes, exactly. Like I would, I would save some of this. Like if you get a couple of bottles, saving it for, um, the summertime and enjoying it on the beach, or if you like live in Southern California and it's still the seventies, you can, you know, sit outside and drink it. And I would say it's kind of hard to find a dry white that has fruity, like really fruity notes. So mm -hmm. it's nice to have that. Yes. And it's got a good a little like minerality on the end. So like, um, like a little fizzy Christmas, a little like Christmas, 
Christmas. What am I saying? Christmas. Well, this is the season. <laughs> <laughs> My soul is like holidays. <laughs> it is. Oh, but it's got this nice little crispness to it. It's um, what is what is my look? What am I tasting? I like apricot. Mm. Ooh, she I'm says potato. It. I say potato. You said apricot. Apricot, apricot. Oh, do we say it differently? <laughs> yeah. I, I say I'm used to saying apricot. I've never heard oh. apricot before. That's really cool. I like that even better. Uh. <laughs> oh, the more you know. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. But yes, for those who love dry white wine, I really think this is a great white wine for you, especially if you want a little bit more of like that. Like if you're familiar with like Chenin Blanc, but like not as like sweet mm -hmm. This is it. And I, I'm a huge Chenin Blanc fan. So I, I love it. This makes me happy. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Um, so if you want to know a little bit more about my wines, my wine club, you can go to winedivatiera.com. Um, you can also just, I mean, for the wine club, it's four bottles of wine every single month. You get pairing recipes, you get access to all of our virtual wine events. And then, you know, like, discount on wine so like all sorts of like fun little specials so i mean just like why not exactly. <laughs> it's a good time it's a good time i like it i love it okay so i yes winedivatiera.com that's all i gotta do to check all of that out we got black friday deals going on through december 1st all sorts of awesomeness so let's move on let's get to the goods let's talk about you know, all things connecting with soul connecting with your calling all of that so virginia Mm. What is a calling? What is a calling? A calling is when <laughs> callings typically come when you are really unhappy. <laughs> callings um, are that thing that is that tap on the shoulder that says, I want to do something different. A calling is something when you want to serve and um, you don't you don't care if you get paid for it or not. Like you just want to serve. You just want to do this thing because it's just tons and tons of fun. Mm -hmm. um, a calling is a is some is a combination of serving and also doing something that you love and is your gift. Yes, I love that. I love that. So, who has a calling? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Trick question there, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone has a calling. Um, I think that even pets have a calling. Ooh. Um, I think every living being has a calling. Um, yeah. For sure. I mean, like, I think even when we talk about, like, like even plants, anything, like, you know, they have their their space in the universe and they have what they're like supposed to be doing, yeah. you know, growing, come like fruit, bearing fruit or bearing flowers. Like it might not be the same thing as like a human calling, but we all have our space in, in this time and, and where our, our DNA is like kind of set up to do. It's a specific place that you serve and you thrive in it. So mm -hmm. it, it's not just, we can, we have a lot of, um, things that we can do. We can do things well. Um, I'm sure, mm -hmm. you know, especially for the multi-passionate person, the person who likes to do different things and does it well. Um, but it's doesn't necessarily mean that that's your calling. 
It means mm-hmm. that you're just good at it. And, and we live in that. Um, I love what Gay Hendricks calls that in the big leap. He calls it the zone of excellence. Like we can yes. live in that, you know, uh, a plant can survive in many different atmospheres, but where does it thrive? Where, what environment does it thrive in? And you get it in that place where it thrives and it not only serves itself, but it serves many, uh, the whole ecosystem around it. And that's what we want for people is we want them to not just survive because when they're surviving, they're just taking care of themselves. But when they're thriving, they not only take care mm. of themselves, but they take care of the whole ecosystem around them. Yes, yes, yes. So how do we find what our calling is? I believe that you follow the fun, you follow your, what you comes naturally, but then also what you love to be challenged by. So it's not just what comes easily to you because that can get boring. Um, You can be really good at something and say, yeah, that I'm, I'm pretty good at that, but that's not what I really want to do. And that's just because you don't like to be challenged by it or it's not a challenge to you. And so you look for the things that excite you. You kind of like geek out on. I love geeking out on stuff. Like I, and I know <laughs> that's my calling because I geek out of, on it and I don't care that I've spent eight hours doing this and gotten paid nothing for it. <laughs> just I just love doing it. Uh, kind of. I mean, I see that in what you do here, like doing these interviews and things, you know, podcasters at first, they don't get paid a penny. And, and a lot of people, they'll poop out. They won't do it. They won't continue to do it because they don't have the R ROI, the return on investment. But if you really look at what ROI is, the return on investment is your joy. The return on investment Mm -hmm. is you and everyone else around you thriving. That's what you want to look for when you're searching for your purposes. Are you and everyone around you thriving when you're doing this? That's when you're in your purpose. That's when you're living your gifts and, and living your calling. Oh, yes. I love that. So you mentioned like your zone of excellence. And I remember like in our uh, going through your school, we did read um, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, which he talks about the zone of excellence versus your zone of genius. Right. So how, you know, like, how do we realize that we're in our zone of excellence? And how can we like, try to move forward and say, you know what, this is like, I'm really good at this. It might even make me like six figures or whatever, but it's not my soul's (laughs) calling. How can I make this shift to like making my passion, my profit? One thing I want to note is that many times we move towards our uh, move into purpose and it can be for a time being. So I don't want to, um, I don't want to neglect the opportunity to say that we can have a time where that is our purpose and we can Mm -hmm. have many purposes here on this planet. You don't have to have one purpose. So there can be a time when you're doing as an entrepreneur, you're doing a great job in your purpose and you're living it out. And then you come to a point where you realize, Hey, I've served as much as I can serve here and I'm getting excited about something else. And it's time for me to move on. And how you know that is when it isn't fun for you anymore. And even when you try to find the fun, it's just not happening for a period of time. Um, there, so (laughs) it's, it's complex. It's complex because sometimes we, we are in our zone of geniuses, but there's the next level to get to. 
And so Mm -hmm. it will feel hard and it will feel like a drudge or it will feel like um, you're hitting a wall or you're getting stuck. But that doesn't mean that you're not meant to do it. That just means that you got to take the big leap and move through it. Find what is holding you back. Find that glass ceiling that you're in and break through the glass ceiling to go to the next level. So when I say if it's, you know, many people are like, well, it isn't fun anymore. So I'm just not going to do it anymore. Well, that may be their upper limit problem. That may Mm -hmm. not be that they're not, that they are, that may in fact be that they're living in their zone of genius, but they've hit their upper limit. So we have to define those two things. Right now, if you're in a job that you clearly don't like, (laughs) and you've been in it for a long time then you know that's not your purpose. And what I suggest right. is finding the fun. And that's how you find it. You release it. You walk away from it. If you miss it, you know that you're supposed to go back to it. But if you don't miss it, you don't have to go back to it. You just keep finding the fun. Find the fun, find the fun, find the fun. There's the joy in the journey right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just enjoy it. And then if something is challenging, Is it a challenge that you're willing to march through because it's worth it? Mm -hmm. Or is it a challenge like, oh, my God, this is a drudge. I can't want to do this. Mm. I think that this is really cool because we were talking a little bit earlier. Who? Anybody? A Schitt's Creek fan? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes, we're going there. I love it. Schitt's Creek. We're going there. This (laughs) <laughs> this is this is a perfect time for it. I just felt like so um you know for those of us who don't know like you know V and I are friends and we we talk in messenger or whatever and <laughs> earlier today like came up about like Shit's Creek. I think she just sent a gift with like Moira in it and I was like I love this show. <laughs> and honestly like I I discovered it I guess a couple months months ago and lo and behold it's been around for like six seven years i know uh, we're a little late to the ride <laughs> but we got on very late to the right time because i just finished it too just a little while ago yeah so <laughs> over the weekend i finished it um i bawled my eyes out and then i watched the documentary series about it and i was kind of blown away to think about like okay they've worked on this thing for six years and they're at the peak their peak of like you know, it's popularity, like it started off as this Canadian show and it had like, it had a good, good run. And then Netflix picked it up and now it's like super popular. And so many people are like being very, they're, they're being inspired by it. They're stepping into their authentic selves. You know, people are coming out and telling their family about who they truly are. There's so much beauty that's coming from this show and it's so witty and such a fun show. And then to say, you know what? Well, we had every intention of quitting on the sixth season. And even though the world is telling us, no, we're still going to quit and move on. And I think there, there's something like beautiful in that and realizing that, hey, okay, great. Like this is, this was my soul's calling. This is what I came here to do, but now I'm ready to move on to the next thing. I'm ready to move on to my next zone of genius because even though the world is saying and all these other people are saying, you know what, you're doing great. You can make so much more money in this, but you know that this is your time to like make a shift. Yeah, I think that that is not, it is heroic and it also is a pure example of 
an abundant mindset. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much money to be made. And even if the next show or the next show wasn't as big, there was still more money to be made and they let that go. Like it's it's mm-hmm. not about that. That's not what abundance is for them. And there's more to be had. There's so much more to be had. And oh yeah. And the thing is too, I I I it was truly soul led because it ended right before COVID. Mm-hmm. Right? So they wouldn't have yeah. been able to shoot the next season even if they wanted to. So I mean perfect timing. It was. It was soul-led timing. They just knew, you know, and it's it, it it's amazing to me what they did because a lo- many most people I think you would agree would not have ended the show. Right. Oh yeah. You know, I feel like there are so many people, so many things that like go past their prime. They keep trying and they, you know, and once, like you said, once it, it kind of stops being fun, then you lose your creativity. You kind of lose, lose that like je ne sais quoi, if you will. And you can't, and what it, it's like when you start a franchise of like movies and like the first movie was amazing and everybody loved it. And now we're on like the 97th movie of like, I don't know, land before time. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen any of the recent ones, so I can't say that they're bad, but like just to think like, can it be as good as the original? Is it, is it as good or is it some sort of like bastardization of, of what it is because your full heart isn't no longer in it? And and it's it becomes a monetization thing more than it mm-hmm. is a heart centered thing, and and I think that that goes for us too in the entrepreneurial world, um, because we most of us as entrepreneurs start out with uh, very little equity when we start, oh, yeah, right, and we're working towards a goal. I mean, how many? Um, ads do we see make six figures, make seven figures this year, do these things and you'll um, make your money in this. It takes the soul out of the work and taking the soul out of the work is taking your purpose out of the work. It's, it's mm-hmm. actually putting your plant back in the shade when it needs full sun. It's actually, right? It's taking a plant that is a cactus and throwing it in the ocean and saying, this is where the abundance is. But a cactus would die in the ocean of -hmm. abundance. You know, and the same thing, seaweed, putting seaweed into in the desert. It's the same thing when you when you are looking from the perspective of making money in your business. How fast is it that we lose our soul in the process? Mm-hmm. It's so fast, and we're. I think, and I'll just I'll just say this: I'm guilty of it. I believe most of us, if we're really honest with ourselves. We've gone there at least once in our entrepreneurial endeavors. And it's our job. We're the only ones to hold us accountable to that, to stay heart-centered and soul-centered, because that's when you'll be happiest. 
And isn't it mm -hmm. true that when you decide to live a purposeful life, that it's a life you've chosen this life because you want to be happy. You want to be happier. That's why you quit your nine to five. That's why you decided to do this in the pla first place. Maybe the money sounded really good just to be able to support yourself and be able to support your family and have a better lifestyle. But in actuality, that all comes down to just being happy too. Mm -hmm. And being your happiest is living in your purpose. It's not doing all the things that they tell you to do to make six and seven figures. And, and, and the thing is, is that while they strip you of that and you're like trying so hard, you stop having fun. You stop being attractive because you're not having fun anymore. Mm -hmm. And what happens with that? You don't make it. Correct. Because yeah. you stop having the fun. It's like, like the visual I'm getting right now is like imagining, imagine a Jeep, right? And you're like, you're going down the road, you're doing whatever, but, and like, you're pushing, you're pushing, you're like hitting the, hitting the gas. And all of a sudden something comes out of the road and like lifts the Jeep into the air. Your tires are no longer touching the, the ground. And so your wheels are spinning. You're doing all of the things you are hitting all of the buttons, but you're going nowhere because you're like lifting off the ground. But if you connect to your soul, then mm. that is the tire to the pavement and yes. that's where it's going to take off and get you where you want to go. But oh my if you're God, not I love that visual. <laughs> go girl. If you're not heart centered, then it's just like, it's, it's so disconnected and you're not going to get where you want to go and you're not going to get there in the timing that you want to go. And it's not fun. It's frustrating. It's just, it just doesn't feel good. You're going to fluck and flick that fluck. You're going to flip your truck. If you're yes. hydroplaning, like if you go up, if you go up, you're going to flip it and crash and burn. Or, I mean, you can only go for so long. And that's the thing too, mm -hmm. you know, like they talk about, you know, hitting it hard and, and, you know, pushing and, and, you know, uh, uh, what is the word hustle? I don't even use it in my vocabulary anymore. More hustle it. But the thing is, you can only hustle for so long until you crash and burn. Yeah, um, it takes energy and so much energy. It's, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. I mean, I believe in um, momentum. I believe mm -hmm. that when you're in a launch and you can get excited and there's a go time that you go and you get that energy and you get that excitement and you get your why underneath of you. Like your why is the is the motor oil that goes in your car and you go. Um, that's important. But you got to remember why it's important. It's not important because you're going to make lots of money. It's important because of the lives that you're going to change with your purpose, with the thing that you're gifted at, with your soul's fire lit thing <laughs> that you have. Yes. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh my God. That's it. the exciting part. Yes. So can we like, in a nutshell, can you say, how do we know when we are doing our soul's calling? Oh my God. You feel fire. What I can tell you is you can feel, um, there is this like kind of, you can, 
you can let it rip. Like all of a sudden you start talking about uh, this passion thing that you have and you're just, you can go on and on and on and on about it. Like you're an expert in the field and like the flow starts coming and it's like all of a sudden you're starting to say things that are so intelligent and you didn't even know that you had that kind of intelligence inside of you and it just starts flowing out of you. That's how you know that you're in your genius. That's how you know that you're mm. in your soul's purpose because it's not just you, your intelligence anymore. It's not just scientific information anymore. It's a connection to the divine and you just start ripping it out. That's how you know. If you haven't hit that yet, come talk to me and we'll get you there. Like it is such a monumental feeling that's inside of you yes. and it just goes. That's how you know. If you haven't felt that yet, you haven't, you haven't nicked the iceberg of what's mm -hmm. your potential. Mm -hmm. And why is it so important to like, you know, find our calling to reach our, our full potential? Because it feels so flipping good. It just feels incredible. Like I, I, it's so important because it feels like the best feeling ever. Mm -hmm. And because that is where we as human as humans are able to help the most people and serve the planet the best. You think that you're doing good? If you're not in your purpose, you ain't seen nothing yet. Yes. How, like, mm. it's not, it's a feel, it's a self-service. And it's also when you are self-serving in this way, there's selfishness in another way that is like sabotaging to lives. But this is a selfishness that is the best kind of selfishness. This selfishness allows you to serve more people than your brain can even comprehend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just like, you know, if you think about like, like a mom, like if she's not properly nourishing herself, then she can't nourish her kids, whether it's right. like her being pregnant or like, you know, if she's breastfeeding, like you have to put the right nutrition into yourself. You have to be selfish and like take care of yourself so you can take care of others. Just like on a plane, like you've got to like put the mask on yourself before you put your the mask on anybody else. You got to pour into yourself. And then you can pour and nourish the rest of the world. Um, and Absolutely. then I had, I had another question. Mm -hmm. Another question that came to me is, um, so I know that some people are like, okay, well, I think this is my purpose, but I see like, maybe like, like let's take coaching, for example. Oh yeah. You know, I think coaching is my purpose, but I already see like, you know, 15 of my friends on Facebook are already coaches and all of these other people are already coaches. What's going to make people come to me versus somebody else? Like how, how can we get over that kind of like, you know, unworthiness or who am I, how like these thoughts that kind of keep us away, these, these limiting beliefs that keep us away from really stepping into what our soul is really calling us to do. So a couple of things here. Number one, there is not an oversaturation of any area. So there are nurses out there um, and mm -hmm. we don't pay if we go into nursing. I don't know. Will anybody come see me if I'm a nurse? I'm not sure. We're going to come see you. Um, real estate agents. 
So there might be a million real estate agents around and, um, and they might say, oh, there's just so many real estate agents. But when that real estate agent comes with their own personality, shining their mm -hmm. light, when they network and they talk to people and they show that they care, they build those relationships, they're going to get clients. It's the same thing with building a coaching practice. There is only a lot of them out there because it's called the, the yellow bug effect, okay? You, um, back in the, I guess it was like, I don't know, maybe 80s or something. I don't know, before we were all born. Um, no, just kidding. <laughs> um, they, there were no, people were like, I've never seen a yellow be beetle before, like a, a Volkswagen beetle. And all mm -hmm. of a sudden, they see yellow beetles everywhere oh my God, there's a million yellow beetles. And it's because if coaching is something that you want to do, all of a sudden you're going to see lots of coaches out there and say, well, I don't know how I'm going to make it. And this person's struggling and this person's making seven figures and this person's not doing anything and blah, 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 blah. And we get into this comparison mode and we see all of it around, but it's really a small, we're tapping into like this market is a huge market. The average coach makes around $60,000 a year at the average. And um, that was done by the International Coaching Federation back in 2016. That's probably, I mean, it's much higher now even. Um, it's, the thing is, is that if you love doing it, you love helping people, you believe that you already you already coach people without getting paid for it. You give advice to your friends. You love helping them out. You love problem solving with them. And you believe that you're meant to be like helping in this way. And to me, coaching is really what I would say a lot of entrepreneurs do. Entrepreneurs mm -hmm. already do it. Network marketers do it. Um, team leaders do it in corporate America. Um we do it with our, you know, with our, I mean, whatever company it is, you're coaching in some way, your team and your people to be able to do that well and then get paid for it. It's like a consulting position. A lot of people go into consulting after they've been in vendor industry or other, other corporate industries, they go into consulting. Coaching is another offspring of that. And you bring your light, you bring your zone of genius, which we, we discover that. Like you have to be able to discover what niche you go into, what part of coaching you're good at. Coaching is like a big blanket. It's like saying, um, I'm going to be a doctor. Well, mm -hmm. great. What kind of doctor are you going to be? Are you going to be a podiatrist? Are you going to be orthopedic? Are you going to be a, a cardiologist? What kind of doctor are you going to be? It's the same thing with coaching. What kind of coach are you going to be? Mm -hmm. You have to discover that. And, you know, when you go into, when doctors go into school, they think they know what kind of, what kind of area they they're going to go into. And then midway, guess what? They change their minds. Did you know that the average person going into college changes their mind seven times before they realize their major? It's the same thing going into coaching school. It's the same thing. You, you maybe have one area that you, maybe you think you're going to be a soul coach, but you end up going into health coaching or you go into, um, business. You don't know until you're in it. 
And so I would say too, you don't have to have it all figured out, but I do recommend getting educated. Oh yeah. Jumping into education for it. I think most, I think some people, um, don't necessarily need it, but I think most people do. Oh yeah. I think there's something like, I mean, I love education though, so that there's that too, Me but too. Like, I think it's super important that we are always, you know, constantly learning, we're constantly growing, we're constantly evolving. So, you know, we've got to like take these steps. Cause I think so, so often people get into this like kind of closed mindset of like, I know all the things I don't need to, to learn it from somebody else. I don't need to like seek any sort of help. I've got it all. And I think once you have that closed mindedness, that's like kind of where you just stop growing and you stop you know, meeting other people's expectations, meeting your own expectations. Like it's just, there's no opportunity to continue to move up and move forward and level yourself up, let alone level up your clients. I also think that that's where most people are stuck mm. is that they're not, they think they have it all and they don't understand why they're stuck. And it's most likely because there's some sort of missing link in education or grounding. So education is basically a grounding uh, that happens that allows you a foundation for what you already know and expands and allows you to um, allows you to expand your what you do already know into a deeper knowledge. And it lands you into that confidence and that um, forward movement of knowing exactly what to do next and next and next and next and next. As a, education isn't the be all and end all, but I will say that there are many out there that don't understand why they're stuck. And it's really because if they would just invest in an education it would give them the tools that they need to get to the next levels in their business. So, so true. So where can we get more information on tapping into our soul and what we're being called to do? Well, the best way to do that is to, uh, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll self-promote a little bit here. <laughs> um, yeah. The best way to do that is to download the Sea Body Soul Business app. Um, there are resources in there. There are free resources in there. Uh, every single day, we give inspirational thoughts for you to launch into your day. I actually do some free coaching in there. So just check out that app. Um, and it's called the See Body Soul Business app. And see, like, and I see you. And if you put into like the app store body soul, it'll come up. It'll be like one of the first ones that pop up. Beautiful. I love that. Yay. Yay. There's an app for that. <laughs> There's an app for that. There is. And I, I say, um, you know, we don't need uh, 10,000 more apps, but just clue into the ones that make you better. You know, mm -hmm. get rid of the ones that are not serving you and just keep the ones that make you better. Yes. Marie Kondo, everything. Your your home, your phone apps. <laughs> yes. Everything. We've come full circle. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So is there anything else you would like to share on this topic? Um, well, we have a Black Friday sale coming up for the school. Um, for 
our school is called Soulpreneurs University, and um, we have dual certification in life coaching, business, soul, or health. It is a, a beautiful program that includes marketing strategy and one-on-one coaching all the way through that helps you launch, not only get your certification, but launch your business. And it's $1,500 off right now. And Tiara actually has her own code there. Um, there it is. So preneurs.co slash wine diva, and you'll get the catalog to look through. Um, if, if you're someone who truly wants to live into their purpose and believes that coaching is a part of that, um, come, come with us, come play with us. The black Friday sale is $1,500 off. You can't beat that. Yes, come play. So if anyone wants to hear a little bit more like from you, V, um, where can they find you? Where where do the where do you like to hang out? I know the C app, but is there anywhere else? I love Instagram. So come over there and play with me. And my handle is soulpreneurs.university. Ooh, yeah, soulpreneurs.university. I'm gonna have to learn to spell real quick. <laughs> S-O-U-L, preneur, which is E-U-R, which is strange, isn't it? It it seems like it should be E-R. Every time I try to spell entrepreneur, I'm like, uh. I do too. I used to do that. So (laughs) I almost want to get the domain with the E-R too. So so when people, I mean, because people like us, right? They spell it wrong. (laughs) Unless I like, I'm like, hey, Siri, blah, blah, blah. And she's going to go off in a second, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> how do I spell this? Um, yeah, I kind of always butcher it, but good thing there's auto, there's always like autocorrect. So yes. that's beautiful. <laughs> all right. So fantastic. Thank you so much Thank for you. joining us, V. Thank you all wonderful. so much for watching and listening. Um, if you have any questions or comments, we can continue this conversation over in the Confident Creator Continued Conversations Facebook group. If you're not a part of the group, hashtag why not? <laughs> um, it is a great space for us. All of my my guests are members of that community. So it's a great place for you to go over, hang out. You can get to know some of our, our like speakers um, one-on-one, ask questions, and really connect over there. I really want to create this beautiful beautiful community. I feel like a lot of times when we do podcasts or YouTube, people can leave their like their thoughts in the comments, but it's just not an opportunity to really start conversations. So over there is where we like to have conversations. And if you want some more like vino fun, um, my glass is almost empty. Sorry. Um, you can join me in the virtual wine tasting room on Facebook. There are Black Friday deals dropping in there uh, right now. So check that out. Thank you all so much for your support. Um, also, I have launched a Patreon. Hello. So if you are like, you know what? I love your content. I don't do wine or whatever, but I want to give back um, on my Linktree link. There is a way for you to become a Patreon patron and um, show a little monetary love that way so we can bring this content, keep this going. And, you know, maybe one day I can be a full-time content producer, right? <laughs> yeah. It's happening. Yeah. Not maybe. It's it happening. is happening. It's happening. We're speaking it into the universe, right? Yes. Yes. That's right. Speak it, speak it loud. Speak it proud. And um, 
And V, I know you have some online community. So you have the the C app. Is there anywhere else that people can like hang out and chit chat and get to know and network other people? Absolutely. We have Soulpreneurs Association Facebook group. Um, it is there and waiting for people to come in and, and um, share their soulpreneur um, opportunities and their um, love. You know, we're mm. all about gathering, but I love yours. Like, oh, I just love being in there. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much, V, for joining us. Thank you again, all of you supporters, listeners, for hanging out. If you've got some good nuggets, I do. I would love it. Love it. If you would send this out to your friends, whoever you think would really enjoy this. And um, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Ah, yes. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening, friend. It is so greatly appreciated. Now, if you've got some value, if you loved what we chatted about today, please share it out with your friends and family and show some love in the comments. Thank you again. It means the world to me.